Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. Hey, guys. All right, I'm going to try to be as fair as I possibly can, and I pray that I am heard out here. I but don't fair want warning, this. he's on one today. I am, so I don't want any of this to be taken the wrong way. I want to be heard. And more importantly, I want God to be glorified, and I want us to look at this from a biblical perspective. And that's the point that's missing in this conversation. And that's what's making you over here, like, jumping up and down, screaming at the top of your lungs. I finally had enough. Okay, and, and I'm going to be... What I want everybody to understand is I'm going to be talking against my team here. Yeah. <laughs> my side that I agree with. Because almost like... You know, being at, at dinner or something, you know, at a, at a table with your family and your kid says something just out, uh, just crazy. And you look over, you're like, what is your, what, what is wrong with you? I'm kind of like. Like, how on earth could you even say that? Yeah, I'm, I'm there. Yeah. I'm there with this because of how blinded us Christians are. And we're missing a big point here. And again, this has been a point that I've been trying to scream for years. And I want everybody to understand that I am a sinner saved by grace like everybody else. Through faith in Christ alone. Like everyone else who believes. Not every single person listening to this, I'm assuming, is a believer. I pray that you are, but... Um, I would say usually though a podcast titled "Growing Up." Yeah, Churchy this is a Christian a podcast. Christian I wouldn't know yeah. why we do get we do we get, do get trolls from but time to time. Anyway, so I want everybody to understand that I'm no better here. But here, here's something that we really just have an issue with because we've just come become so blinded by this. But this really does boil down to Christians and even. Uh, evangelical good the good Christians you know not the heretical ones but the good ones this boils down to even them and this is something that we have to look in the mirror at and something that we have to realize here and understand so what finally threw me over the edge was something that I completely 100% agreed with now you would ask how can you completely 100% agree with something and be right on and and you would even teach that but yet just be so upset at the same time. Like, how could that be possible? And this was John, part of John MacArthur's sermon that he had this past week at Grace Church. It is his church. And it, it was a great sermon. It was, it was beautiful. I mean, there was, I don't think there was anything that I disagreed with in there. But he goes on. Speaking of the election and the and Biden and, and all this, and this has been something that has gone through the conservative circles recently. Everybody's been so appalled by the inauguration and Biden mocking God by the prayer and his hand on the Bible and all these different things. Everybody has been just so up in arms about this, which I agree with. I, I mean, I said it on my last podcast. I said that was just the most blasphemous, disgusting, you better watch out, bud, thing that I have ever seen. And I, I agree with this. However, 
we're acting like this is exclusive just to right now that like right now all of a sudden our country is just like this and And it's it's, a democrat and it's only a democrat problem (laughs) and oh that's where i this is where i just flew off of the edge i saw it with in in the the video that we're linking um is a again a great video that I recommend because I agree with it. I agree with everything in it. And I'm not meaning to, um, it, it comes from the Bible thumping wingnut um, uh, channel. And he did a great video on it. I don't necessarily always agree with every little thing that he puts out, but he puts out some great stuff. And I really do enjoy his videos a lot of the time. And there was nothing wrong necessarily with, with this video and that John and MacArthur again, did, yeah. yes, but it's, it's Bible thumps. Yeah. Um, he does sermon clips. And the reason why I did this one is because he titled it specifically. Don't mock God, John MacArthur's warning to Biden. And it's a great, you know, I, I, again, I agree with his video. I agree with John MacArthur's sermon. I agree with the whole thing, period. Um, but one thing that we're leaving out, uh, somebody else that's, um, um, has a ton of followers on Instagram that I really like. Um, they were posting in this direction too of, of all these things like, you know, this blasphemy that Biden and to what, you know, and how horrible. And it, again, I agree. And then most people go, well, you clearly don't agree. Cause you, you're, you're, no, I do. But I'm just, again, I'm just surprised at how much we've had our heads I don't know where for the past four years because what we've missed a, a, a big thing here then we have to to look in the mirror and John MacArthur's sermon here it was it was searing you know do not mock God you know his warning to Biden and I afterwards I'm like so where is Trump's sermon that that we talk about this do not mock god this is where we have to to look in the mirror if if you don't believe me here let's look at this from facts okay i want to look at this from facts in july 7 july 17th of 2019 in a rally in greenville north carolina president trump Two times, not once, but twice, use the, nor- use the Lord's name in vain. Blaspheme the name of God. And was even like chuckling And I about quote, it. I quote Trump. He is speaking of a business competitor of his that he was talking with who apparently they have a riff. And he says, I quote, if you don't support me, you are going to be so GD poor, you're not going to believe it. And he says it again in the same context moments later. Don't mock God? What is that? Two times. And especially we're pointing to Biden putting his hand on the Bible. And then MacArthur goes on to say a platform, somebody that supports the killing of babies in the womb. Amen. I agree with 
somebody who celebrates the rights of LGBT, you know, he, he goes on to say these things. And I go, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. June 1st, 2020, as a, as a response to the George Floyd protests, what does Trump do? Despite warning against, nobody knew that he was going to do it, but for a photo op and as a prop, he took the Bible and went down to an Episcopal church and held it up right there in front of it. Used it as a photo op, as a prop. Trump throughout his four years of presidency has consistently referred to the three great faiths. His whole Abraham Accords thing that he signed that he's so excited about, about involved the three great faiths of Islam, Christianity, and Judaism. In 2017, he signed a day of declaration for a day of prayer for victims of Hurricane Harvey, in which, again, he has Pastor Robert Jeffers up there praying alongside Paula White, who is a known heretic, along with other faith leaders and representatives of other faiths. So you're literally going to try to mingle our God with a bunch of other gods and sign declarations and, and don't want to look in the mirror? Paula White, known false prophet, prophesied Trump's going to win re-election. She prophesied victory. Vic, she had a whole crazy meltdown over this. False prophet. The man has false prophets surrounding him at all times. His whole presidency was built off of this. You are blind and foolish. October of this year, 2020, his own daughter, Tiffany Trump, at a pride rally for her dad. Quotes her dad saying he is always supported LGBTQ. In 2019, he was the first president to recognize Pride Month. The first Republican president, that is, to recognize Pride Month and congratulated them. You are blind and foolish. For the past four years, you have been giving excuse to this. And this goes deeper because this goes to evangelical Christians. Because the problem is, is this is an attitude. This is a people that's in love with the world. That they can think that they can look and act like the world and still call themselves Christian because they don't get abortions. Because they only pray to Jesus. Never mind the the religion of nationalism that you all have been completely infatuated with for the past four years. 
Jeffers in that same prayer in 2017 was thanking God for this wonderful president, beautiful president. The Diet Coke of evil president of, compared to Biden. But even just a little leaven leavens the whole lump. The man has a lot of evil in him. And he's fooled a lot of these conservative Christians and even well-meaning Christians to, to think that he represents your values. And this is something that you must that you must support. And this is the direction that we go. I see it all over the place. Christians, you're getting so, it, 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 you're, you're quoting this steal of an election steal. You're, ta you're, you're talking about how horrible it is now that Biden is president. And while I sit there and agree with you, where were you in all of these things that I just listed? You want to give excuse to somebody blaspheming the name of God and being completely unapologetic for it? Guess what? You can't do that. Biblically, you can't make a case for that. Somebody who uses the Bible as a prop? And you're going to turn around and have a problem with Biden? What's your problem? Sure. Biden, it was blasphemous. But where were you? Where were you when this happened? You were praising it like it was the greatest thing ever. You think that you can have a prideful, haughty man who speaks these things and has done nothing but slander for the past four years and think that you can attach God's name to that? You are foolish. Again, we know for a fact that he was only becoming conservative to get votes. This man is a stinking wolf in sheep's clothing, and he created, you, he created a literal religion, and you do not see it. Because this is what, you know, we have to. We have to stand up for this. This is horrible. The whole thing is rotten. That's the point. You don't put your eyes on man. You put your eyes on God, and you certainly don't celebrate one sinful man over another. What is your problem? I can't believe somebody like MacArthur would do this. I really can't. Because this is a new platform, a new age, because evil has got worse we all of a sudden have to compromise and puff up another side. Are you kidding me? It's wrong. I'm going to get absolutely destroyed for this. I understand that. But I don't care. Because truth is truth. You cannot celebrate one sinful man over another. And claim one is mocking God and, and, and just side with the other one. Granted, Trump's out now. 
but there's all this nonsense of him coming back with another political party. And Christians are getting into this. The Patriot Party. Oh, I, how long? He's short-circuiting for any of you that aren't understanding I, I, what these noises how are. Lo how long must you be so foolish? Your Lord literally is taking these things away to put your eyes and focus on him. I'm going to end this podcast with something that we read in our family time Bible this morning that just absolutely... It, it, it says it all. I read the out of the NLT version with my family. So if you're wondering what version it is, it is the New Living Translation. I won't go into a, a translation discussion in this podcast. But I, I, I do enjoy that translation with my children. Uh, that is definitely different than the heretical version of the New World Translation, which is the Jehovah Witness Bible, and that is absolutely heretical. It's completely separate from that. This is a, a solid translation that does not sacrifice the text uh, too much. Um, so it's Psalms 15, verses 1 through 4, and remember... This is, we are sinners saved by grace. But we are to walk in the way that Christ walked. And we are to be holy because he is holy. So all these principles still do apply to us. Even though we are saved by grace. And if you don't obey them, First John calls you a liar and says that you do not love the Lord. So this very well could be a salvation issue for you. But Psalms 15, 1 through 4. <clears throat> Who may worship in your sanctuary, Lord? Who may enter your presence on your holy hill? These are questions. Those who lead blameless lives and do what is right. Speaking the truth from sincere hearts, those who refuse to gossip or harm their neighbors or speak evil of their friends, those who despise flagrant sinners and honor the faithful followers of the Lord and keep their promises even when it hurts. Who may worship? Who may enter your presence? Only those who do what is right. Only these things. We walk in the way that Christ walked. And when he was on earth, he did not try to control Rome. He did not get involved with Rome. He did not try to Christianize Rome. Stop being so concerned with Rome and put your eyes on Christ, especially now that we have a wicked ruler. But we've had 
a wicked ruler. Trump was judgment. Biden is judgment. Where this goes after, I don't know. But either by death or rapture, we are going home soon. So I will have every article that I referenced or everything that I referenced on YouTube in the comments or in the uh, I can description. Put it, I can put it in the description on um, the okay. other platforms okay. as well. And it should be clickable. If not, just come to our YouTube and you can get it. But it should be clickable okay. in there too. So all the other platforms, we have links to all of these things to, to show you here that I'm not making up any of these stories. And and these were huge. These are These are stories from worldly media outlets that are going, hey... Some Christians are upset by this. Some don't care. Some don't even care to acknowledge it. If we're going to make it news, like we do Biden, let's look in the mirror. So, again, I know it's, uh, it's always popular to have people jump on and, and say all their you know, wisdom and knowledge about how we should do things in this world and how they think Trump is this and how this is this and, you know, okay. Uh, but if you can't back up your opinion with scripture, then I don't care to listen to it. Um, nor should you even consider having one if you don't have scripture to back it up. And also, you know, let's make sure that we're using exegesis and not eisegesis. The difference between that is not wanting to read something into the text that we're wanting to read into it. Here, I'll even help you give you an example. And for instance, this means that you can't go back to Second Chronicles and apply anything to King Solomon to Trump. This means that you can't go into the Psalms and, and, and apply anything to King David to Trump. You can't do these things. So there's a, there, there's a start. Okay, But if you were to do those things... That's, that's exegesis. But if you were to do those things and say, you know, hey, here's my argument, Second Chronicles or Psalms or Isaiah or something like this, or Jeremiah. Jeremiah is another popular one. Gosh, Jeremiah, I love that one. Y'all don't, don't know understand the it. book of Jeremiah. You don't know how to read it. But I love but single love verses. It. You love it. Well, and that was the thing, like you said. Yeah. But exegesis is reading what you want into the text and are just freely applying this, isn't it? Just, yeah, this is something that I uh, had to inform somebody on the Ravi Zacharias podcast about on their comments. So, um, well, and that's why I love the comments when people, they're like, are you really going to use scripture for every opinion you have? Yes, because that is the only truth. So me giving my opinion is just me talking like a fool. Me taking scripture and saying, this is how I know what's truth. And so I know how to feel about things, right? So yes, I, I choose how I think and feel and see things through the scope of the Bible, because that's the only way to know heads from tails. The only way. Everything else is folly and foolishness, and you're an idiot. Yep. And I know this because scripture tells me that. So that means that there, sometimes, a lot of times, there's ways that I want to feel and think about things happening around me. 
And I have to look at scripture and say, I'm an idiot for feeling and thinking that way because God's word says this. So I have to be transformed and completely changed of mind because when I look at scripture, it says, no, you go about it this way because this is what's truth. Whether I don't care, scripture doesn't care how you feel doesn't care that this might not give you warm fuzzies, that you may not be popular even within your church group and your family if you feel this way and speak this way and live this way and look at things this way. But who cares? This is how you do it. And, and it, yes, that applies to every single stinking aspect down to the smallest little thing ever. Absolutely. And we can't compare sins here either. Let me, oh, yeah. they'll point, <laughs> the they'll, they'll love to do that. Yeah. Well, well, Biden, look what he did. And they'll put uh, a whole list of, of things that yeah, Biden implemented and signed in his first few <laughs> I'm days. I'm not confused. Okay, I'm not confused. And I agree with how awful these things are. But we're not comparing sins here. Well, and one is blatantly publicly out there sinful and the other one is just as sinful but done kind of behind closed doors so like when you're comparing trump and biden it's like you guys like the things you brought up trump was doing the same things they just weren't in Let's the forefront look, use the use the pornography example you're looking at pornography versus cheating on your wife very good one. Yeah. It's sexual immorality is the problem. Which one's worse, right? Which one's worse? Yeah. Uh, to God, when you stand before the which Lord. Which one? Stand before the Lord and you tell me it's the same sin. It's, it, it does not matter. So go learn these things go learn how to read scripture and not take it out of context from whatever teacher that you learn from but you need y'all need to go find some new teachers or you y'all do need to find teachers because that's the problem is people don't know scripture they they go to these churches with pastors that don't even know what they're preaching they're preaching some milky form of christianity that that doesn't do the world any good and then they think that they've got this idea that I don't need no man telling me what scripture means. You're right. You don't. The Lord already, already wrote scripture and, and there is only one meaning to it. One. And there's no man that can add anything to it or take anything away from. However, he ordained certain people. He, he raised up certain people to carry on the truths handed down from the apostles. That's that that could be anybody who rightly handles the word of truth, which we know is an important task, because, again, Scripture tells us that role and task is very important. It's extremely important. Matter of fact, that's where we get our our ignorance in in Christianity today of thinking that we must go out and evangelize and make disciples of everyone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You can't just go throw this out there. Go read your Bibles. And we're passing out Bibles with people who have no idea how to read them, have no idea what they're reading in there. Does that mean that you, you can't come to this knowledge on your own? You could, but it's extremely difficult. And that's not the, that's not the case. For 90% of the people out there, you need a shepherd. You need to be walked through it and taught these things and taught correctly. So go find one. 
Not one that says that, you know, they're trying to get something out of this or they're adding anything to script, but somebody that says, look, I'm a sinner saved by grace, just like you. Let's pray to the Lord that he will give you understanding because the Lord is the only person that can give you understanding to his word. I can't do that. As a human, I don't have that power. That's what I tell people in, in my church all the time who ask me, a, or ask me a question, like a deep question like that. And I'll say, okay, first, what you need to do is pray to the Lord for understanding because I can only give you the answer. That's all I can do. I can't make you believe. I can't make you understand. All I can do is give you an answer. So if you don't have somebody um, saying that, run. But they're out there. Pray about it. The Lord will lead you to one. Available. I am available. I doubt that anybody listening to this would even follow up with that afterwards, but some would. But if you're confused about these things, I am more than happy to take my time and help you out. So you can you can email us. There's a there's a link in the description and everything that you can go ahead and shoot us an email uh, whether you'd like prayer or anything else any way that we can help you but until then look in the mirror realize that there's not one of us who does good and understand that and also walk in the ways that he walked and serve our king